2: Yeah, it's weird, though, because I still lean Piotti.
1: Well, home against and, Minnesota, I mean.
2: Right, I mean. It's, yeah, Brett oh. Shea
3: just tore him up. At yeah. Home, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, Please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and J.D. Bazzo.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of rotowire.com, joined by J.D. Bazo and Skylar Redpath to talk about some Major League Soccer tonight. Gentlemen, Atlanta scored seven goals yesterday. That seems pretty much what we would have expected against New England. <laughs> Nine man New England, no less.
3: Yeah, NFL is back. So <laughs> now I got to get those touchdowns in. Man, that was
2: that was pretty sweet, uh, especially for uh, those geniuses who captained Joseph Martinez.
1: oh, uh, that's where I was going. Did you? Were you a genius?
2: Yeah, I did. I, I don't know. It seemed like an easy call for me.
1: Uh, I completely agree with you. Having not done it myself, uh, I <laughs> was like very um, hesitant when I was b- building my team because I knew I was going to be at my son's soccer practice during lineup lock. And there was like a very good chance I was just going to forget to set my lineup. So I was like, all right, I have to build my lineup. Uh, before I go, I built the lineup even through a switcheroo in, was so proud of myself. And it wasn't until I got home that I realized I never set my captain. Ouch. So I ended up getting, um, Vialba, because I had a straight swap, or I swapped Vialba or Javinko for Vialba, and it just transferred to him. Thankfully, he scored. But like, Joseph Martinez was, was, in my opinion, like the, the obvious choice. I probably, knowing me, I would have then gone to Al thinking I was overthinking it or underthinking it. <laughs> but either way, I'm furious because obviously Martinez was the right call. So nice job, JD.
2: Thanks. It almost makes up for me completely not setting my lineup
3: last week. Uh, I wouldn't go that two far. two weeks ago. I wouldn't go that far, but you're making up ground. You're 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 eating into that what four point <laughs> total, but yeah, you gotta you gotta start somewhere. You gotta start somewhere. That's true. I and I'm I'm kind of uh, JD actually just set me off a little bit because I I was pretty excited after last night. I had. Uh, gonzalez perez i had al Maron, i had uh yamil asad who scored a goal and i had okay. joseph martinez a captain al Maron. um and i was pr- i was looking forward to getting another game out of those guys but i just learned that uh gonzalez perez is apparently suspended on yellow cards so
2: yeah i had him too oh. and that uh
3: little little disappointing but whatever yeah thanks uh mls injury report
1: <laughs> i uh i went full attack i went Almarone, Martinez, Assad, and Vialba. And... So Who do you have in goal? Uh, Usted.
2: Oh, okay. I was worried that Marinovich was going to start a game for... Because uh, he's had a couple starts, I think, since he came in. Um, the New Zealand keeper. Yeah.
1: One of them, um, I think, was after a red card, though.
2: Oh, okay. So... But I don't know.
1: I also, yeah, yeah my um, switcheroo, I was getting all fired up. I have uh, Freddie Montero and Yoshi. And when Freddie Montero didn't start last night, I was like getting all angry. Then, of course, he has an assist off the bench, which is always nice. Um, yeah, but it, Christian Takara, not so nice.
2: Yeah, I have him too, and he didn't even play. Yeah. Vancouver fielded a, a garbage lineup last night, and they still won 3 mm-hmm. nothing. So that just goes to show how bad Minnesota truly is. Yeah. Maybe yeah, they I should buy out. a couple more wingers.
3: <laughs> Breck <laughs> Shea looked out. pretty good. Yeah, Shea put up a pretty massive score in DraftKings. I mean, 30 points for Shea, it's, it's big time.
1: Is, I mean, you can admit that's the score you expect every time that Breck Shea plays. <laughs> you know?
3: Not every time, but last night on a two-game slate, then, you know, it wasn't a bad play at all. No, I'm not saying a bad play, up. but I'm like, yeah.
1: I I can picture you when you're making your lineups. I think, like, when you see Breck Shea, you're like, this he could score like 35 points. So, and there he did. No, he did I mean, it.
3: There you go. You were I've right. been there before, but not every slate. <laughs> all right. I, I have been there before. I'm like, yeah, this looks like a good spot for Shea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but last night was it and i miss it except for on yahoo yeah um
1: quickly on atlanta do they beat orlando seven nothing
3: no okay maybe, maybe seven <laughs> two <laughs> i think orlando is gonna score a goal or two but nah, i don't think they'll do it again i mean you gotta look at the I think new england was playing two men down for yeah a good a bit of the game time. so definitely fed into that score
1: there is talk of Giles Barnes playing the number ten. Does that interest you guys at all?
3: Nope. <laughs> Instead of Yoshi. Yeah, I would think uh, Yotun would be there again. I apparently, think he started there a couple of times in Kaka's absence. So yeah,
1: apparently Christ is tinkering with Barnes possibly.
3: Does he even know what a number I mean, ten he is might as
2: supposed well. to do? Like
1: Chrys or Giles. Barnes. <laughs>
2: Christ, yeah. I mean, but honestly, Barnes probably knows, but he can't really do it. Right. So, he he was playing a little bit as like a a second striker behind the striker earlier this season. He did an okay job of that because yeah. he did the defensive work, but I, he's definitely not a number ten. His passing is is not anywhere close to where it needs to be. He uh, he has a little bit of the hustle, but not much of the playmaking. So, I. I don't know, especially against a team like Atlanta, where you have to take advantage of every little bit of possession you have. I don't see it. Not if it's a true number 10.
1: I think that's fair. Uh, Let's jump into the DFS slates. The uh, DraftKings has a five-game slate and a four-game slate, which um, feels right. The first one uh, is five games uh, that at 7 o'clock with uh, Columbus and Vancouver and then I'm trying to see let's see columbus is at home that's right oh wait did they switch back now oh no i'm <laughs> no sorry it's in vancouver, vancouver. it's in vancouver sorry. At home. apologies uh, then we got mini, uh minnesota at montreal seattle at dallas dc at chicago and new england at kansas city um, the first thing that jumped out at me uh is that i wanted a lot of montreal and probably not much of anybody else and so the Piatti-Jay combo looks great. And then I feel like everyone else is a question mark. Am I not reading that correctly?
2: Uh, I don't know about a question mark, but yeah, the other games are definitely a little more up in the air. That's that's for sure.
1: I guess Chicago... Well, the only thing with Chicago is that like a comm is questionable as is Schweinsteiger. And I'm not taking anybody from D.C., i don't think no
3: zoltan uh no love for zoltan i would definitely
2: consider yeah, i guess zoltan.
1: that's true that's true 5700 yeah, for a forward spot you're right got um okay that makes me feel better about that one at least
2: i think kansas city is a team i might ha- try to have somebody from i wish i knew what their starting lineup was going to look like because roger espinoza is out this week yeah but um I, I don't know. A guy like Benny Failhaber, 7,300, definitely interests me against a New England team that's going to be missing uh, Antonio Lennar, Delamia, yep. Xavier Kwasi. Those are two of their most important defensive players. Uh, Lee Wynn has been injured lately. Who knows if he's going to be able to to play two games in four days or whatever. So Teal Bunbury got rested. I know much to the chagrin of Skyler, who... <laughs> He thought he was a great double game week play, but um... Oh man, I missed that. <laughs> I
3: missed it. Oh well. He actually did just I won't I won't harp on it, but he did outscore Piotti. So I'll you know. He did. Credit mm-hmm. where credit's due, you know what I'm saying. Yep.
2: <laughs> and <laughs> and you actually did rank Piotti higher, so you're kinda of arguing against yourself.
3: I know. You talked me into it though, man. You <laughs> you sold me on why yeah. Piotti should be ranked ahead of Bunbury. but I still threw him in there just to make sure I had him in my rankings. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally.
2: <laughs> but uh, also, Cody Cropper sounds like he's going to be injured for the weekend or questionable. He's so very
1: questionable. Yeah.
2: It's it's annoying because who the heck do you pick from Kansas City when you're trying to get attackers? But uh, I I want somebody. I don't know who.
3: Well, you want know,
2: Phil? Yeah.
3: What's annoying is DraftKings missing some of these game logs for the second week in a row. Yeah, but yeah, man, but oh. their
2: site looks the site looks nicer, man.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters, right?
1: Ugh. Um, like who beyond Failhaber would you want to play
3: on Sporting? Yeah, I'd probably go back to the well with Zeusie. Ooh, I don't know. He's pricey, fifty six hundred. Ooh. I, I feel mean, like he
2: was recently higher. Uh, yeah, sixty-two hundred.
3: Yeah, I guess um, you're right. I mean, he's seemed like he split some set pieces with Benny last game, but still, for a defender on set pieces, like I don't know, that's that's pretty pricey. I'll have to have to kind of see how things shake out, how much money I've got left to play with a defender there.
2: Is well, uh, what's Gerso's deal? He's uh, I guess he's been not starting not all the playing, time, yeah. <laughs> which is really strange because he's a designated player. But um, I feel like if, if I knew he was starting, I would consider it not because I love the pick, just because I want to get someone from sporting in there. But maybe maybe the play is to just take the, the cheapest guy you think will start for them. So It's annoying. Even their bad guys are expensive now. Though, yeah. So what the heck are you supposed to do?
1: you got me that's why i asked you
2: i guess that's what i'm here for
1: um,
2: <laughs> honestly i just i'm probably not going to play anyone other than failhaber
1: yeah that's kind of where i was thinking i don't
2: one. the zeus he's fine though and i think tim mealy is also an, another choice that i like
1: hmm. okay all right
2: because the reps will definitely still get shots so mealy is a probably good bet to get the win might mm-hmm. let in a goal but who knows
3: yeah so I think if uh, if Christian Lobato gets another start, 3,800, like he seems pretty goal-dependent, but he's been starting up top for him. He's listed as a midfielder on DraftKings. So, um, you know, if you're playing into what JD's saying there about New England being so short handed, that's a pretty good value play, I think. Okay. All right. Um,
1: Vancouver, we were just saying, played pretty well last night. With uh, a garbage lineup. With a garbage lineup. Home against Columbus. I mean, Tejera kind of jumps out. Um, although, are there some guys who from this garbage lineup that might that you think might get another start? And be well, Jordi
2: Reyna could definitely get another start.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I thought uh, in the in the rankings chat, everyone was telling me that Bernie Issei was going to get a start last night on his birthday, and I didn't rank him. But uh, another it's guy, the day
3: after his birthday.
2: Oh, I see. If it was his first no have Been a lot. Yeah, twenty-seven <laughs> minutes.
1: Um. So, what is the like? Is the answer just to Kara and maybe Montero?
2: I would go with anybody that you would normally play from Vancouver. I mean, it's a it's another solid matchup. I don't love it, but um, Montero seems pricey to me. I would probably go with Takerra Bolaños. Uh, if Jordi Reyna starts, he'd be in there. We'll get to see the lineup, so we don't have to speculate too, too much.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's going to play out like it did last night, um, but Shea was... I mean, he was taking every single corner kick. He was... Obviously, he was playing against Minnesota, so he was, you know, pretty... Uh, just look... I don't know.
1: Looks like he split them with Reyna. 5-4.
3: Okay. Huh? Well, I think... I want to say Reyna might have gone off. So once Reyna went off, then it was all Shea from then on. But could be. Um, Shea's like not going to
2: start though. So
3: yeah, like I said, it's not. It's it's kind of just the stars aligned for Shea in, in that game last night. I don't think we'll see it again. But you know, if you do see a lineup for future reference with no Teixeira, no Yordi Reyna, then it might be Breck Shea. It'll probably be Breck Shea and Noble and Noble no N- and no yeah, no so. <laughs> so yeah, probably not going to happen again. But. <laughs> no, I'm I'm with JD, I think, on all those plays. I think uh, Tashera for sure. I mean, Jordi Reina. Like, the thing is, Vancouver doesn't seem like a team you want to load up on, but they're, believe it or not, number one in the Western Conference right now. And I think they're in a wow. pretty good spot to, to win the Western Conference. So um, I think they're going to be putting their best foot forward in this spot, and I, I like their plays in this game against Columbus.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's insane.
3: That he's saying
1: that, or just insane that they're in first.
2: They're in first. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> um, wow. So, uh, I guess that means you're not all that interested in the crew guys on the road.
2: Well, I will say this: it's a Kakutamane revenge game. So,
1: oh yeah. That um,
2: right there, I really like that actually, because the the playing surface, his speed can can be taken advantage of. He has playmakers around him. The crew are better rested. And really, I, I think it, this game suits the crew's attack pretty well. Hmm. Okay. So I, I actually am, am probably more keen on the crew players than I am on the Vancouver players. Ola Kamara has goals in, uh, multiple goals lately. He's getting a lot of shots off. He's getting uh, into good chances. So I, I think Miram Pedro Santos, if he plays, every Pedro Santos is an amazing value if he gets into the game. Yep. He's only fifty eight hundred, so I'm guessing it. You can't have Miram, Higuain, Santos, Mane, Kamara. They can't all be in. Yeah. I don't think, um, unless Santos plays a more reserved role. But um, whoever does start, I think is definitely worthy of uh, some consideration. I would probably stay away from like their the crew fullbacks even though if a full starts, he's at a a pretty good price lately. Um, But uh, attacking wise, I'm in.
1: Hmm. Okay. All right. I like that. Um, What about, um, Oh wait,
2: we should mention Jonathan Mentz is not playing in that game.
1: Yep. He's one of the 14 yellow card suspension players. Um, JD, do you want to explain to us what, on earth is going on with Dallas?
2: Well, they had a players only meeting earlier this week. And uh, I think
1: from Problem what solved? I saw,
2: <laughs> hmm. and I don't know, I think they just have a lot of pressure on them right now to perform. I think largely it's like the, these players really feel like they should be putting together results for their coach and the coaching staff, everybody who's kind of brought them in. I mean, if you can't get up to, to play for Oscar Pereja, then I don't know who you can, can really get yourself motivated to play for. So, uh, I don't know. I think they just recognize that they need to turn it around really quick else they're going to fall out of the playoff picture. And, um, yeah, it's it's pretty much now or never they're clinging to the, the six seed, and they probably don't want to have to play whoever winds up in that three seed. So, they bump themselves up. They get a, an easier opponent most likely, and we'll see how it goes from there. I, I still like Dallas. I'm really not that worried about them.
1: It is kind of amazing to me that they're that they've been playing this badly and still, comfortably, maybe not as comfortable, but pretty comfortably in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you look at the form table, they are o three and three. Yeah. Last in the West, they have a negative six goal differential in the last six games. But honestly, if if you had a home and away series against Vancouver right now, I would still take Dallas in the playoffs. Sure. Gosh, I can't believe
1: they're that. I guess they're not comfortably in the playoffs with the Earthquakes. They're only definitely that... not. Yeah. yeah.
2: But they do have a game in hand on the Earthquakes and two in hand on Rail Salt Lake. The Galaxy, you don't have to worry about, and they're 10 points back. So right. Dallas are definitely in the driver's seat. It's just they they can't afford to continue this terrible streak they're on.
1: Right. Right. Uh, so... if
2: fantasy-wise, fantasy wise, I'm kind of intrigued after the the players only meeting. Maybe I would go for a Amaro Diaz at sixty eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not really sold on Barrios, but I think Diaz is a guy I would really consider, Kellen Acosta is a guy I'd consider, and um a Rudy it would be a secondary option. I think there's other places I want to go on this slate, so it, it might honestly end up being Diaz is the third midfielder for me.
1: Hmm. Scott, you feel the same way about Dallas or are you looking at some Seattle guys?
3: Yeah, in general, I feel the same way as JD. I think I feel like Dallas still have a pretty a strong team all, all the way around. Um, you know, they're a bit unfortunate having to play at Atlanta in their very, very, their very first home opener in their new stadium. So that just kind of piled on to just the bad run of form that they've been in, I think. And Yeah, I mean, it's kind of going to be a theme for me over the next several weeks as teams are battling for playoff positioning. Like, you really need to key in on on the implications there. And I think that you you can find a lot of fantasy value in guys that are playing for teams that have, you know, more to play for, I guess you could say. So um, I do like Dallas here. I'd I'd probably say that Diaz is probably my favorite play as well. And I think if I'm going to throw in one other play, I might throw in... uh, Hernan Grana uh, defender. He's 5,300, so again, it's pretty steep for a, a defender, but he, I think I saw a stat somewhere that he's like, he leads the league in open play crosses or something, which is crazy to me. Wow. And don't hold me to that, but I, I want to say I saw that somewhere, just saying that, you know, aside from set pieces and whatnot, that Hernan Grana has the most crosses in all of that, the MLS. So.
2: Yeah, that seems
3: right to me, so I buy it. Yeah. Um, as I, far as. I, I like Seattle guys too. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, looking at Ladero, he was a little bit of a letdown last game, uh, home against LA. Hit eight points. I don't know, eighty-eight hundred seems pretty cheap for him, though. So, the, yeah, um, the
2: beauty of Ladero is that eight, that eight points is like his floor because that's still getting seven crosses. So, right, like anything he does above seven crosses or whatever is is just gravy from what what you're. At least you know you're getting for sure. So, right. I I don't know about yeah, Ladero. It's, That's it's a tough call for me. He's obviously so good that, um, you know, any game can be a great game for him. But right. um, it's Dempsey's uh, another Dallas homecoming. He always loves those. Always seems sure. to perform big.
3: He likes um, to but, play in Texas.
2: Yeah, but I mean, when you compare like Dempsey's fantasy outputs to Ladero, it's crazy to not want to pay up the extra thirteen hundred
3: yeah no i'm with you there and i think for me like i always love just trying to jam ladero in just because he's in general he's (laughs) yeah i mean he's able to pick up points just seems like once the whistle opening whistle starts but i think for me on this slate kind of going back to um the playoff implications i'm going to try to get Exposure to Piotti and Miley at home against Minnesota, Montreal are just below the red line. We're gonna start hearing that a lot, probably more than. Oh no! Stop. Probably a lot more than JD wants to hear, but not just below. They're way below. Yeah, I mean they're they're way below, but yeah. Yeah, they're five points out, but it's like lost three straight. Yeah, and this is like pretty much it. Like if they lose, if they drop points here at home, they're not.
2: They're not going to.
3: Yeah. Right, exactly. So I feel like for me it's gonna come down to Piotti and Jamali or Lodero, like one of those guys isn't gonna be in my lineup. So it feels like I'm leaning towards the impact duo.
2: Yeah, the tough part is that uh is so much cheaper than a Piotti per, uh, for instance. Um is ten thousand three hundred, so Yeah. That's that's really good pricing because I I'm torn. Um, so credit to DraftKings whenever that happens. but
3: Yeah, he's a 1,000 less than Jamali, too. So. Yeah.
2: That's I, like the honestly, cheapest we've seen
1: Ladero in a while.
2: Yeah. It's weird, though, because I still lean Piotti.
1: Well, home against and, Minnesota, I mean.
2: Right. I mean. It's, yeah, Brecht well, just tore him up. At home yeah. So.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> if Piotti doesn't have a combined uh, three goals plus assists, I'm going to be disappointed. Right. Like it's it's to that point where it's that bad. I realize he's still playing another supposedly professional soccer team, but I don't I don't know. I think Piotti like almost
3: feels like a lock, right?
1: Oh yeah, he's I the less too.
3: Yeah, yeah. Piotti's the only single game player I brought in for for season long. So wow, definitely feel have, like he's a lock. Literally yeah, the only have,
1: one. What's up? literally the only one
3: i had uh i had nikolic on my bench (laughs) just it's between him yeah it's between him it's between piati and nikolic and i think i'm pretty settled on piati there so yeah
2: yeah i actually i had a couple single game week players i had piati ladero and then i have a switcheroo with simon because i figured he'd get a clean sheet but if not i was gonna put Plata in oh so I, uh, I faded the road teams all together for this double game week, New so England and Minnesota.
3: The only best set on Ibsen's seven points last night. I saw
2: that. That's fine. You still have to <laughs> roster Ibsen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I went. I'll take it. I had Yoshi and the <laughs> switcheroo who I doubt I'll play, and then the single game week guys I had were Piatti and Rusnock. You're taking Ooh. Plata made me feel better about Rusnock. <laughs> Not because I don't think Plata's good, but I feel like I at least read that rsl game a little better than yeah I no did. they're another like i
2: mean they're another team that needs to win so yeah
1: um let's see we got i think we touched a little bit on every game um
2: not really dc chicago i was just that about to look
1: look at the fire yeah what, that what game's do we, a little tough. it is a little tough um like if a com doesn't play and schweinsteiger doesn't play and sounds like janino might not play delay is out delay is out like who? Yellow,
2: on... yellow card, I think.
1: Yes, correct. Who's on corners for them then?
3: Is Arturo Alvarez? Alvarez. He's I mean, he, might not,
1: he might not start.
3: Him right. Or maybe Jordy Mahalovich.
1: Mm-hmm. Who
3: might not start? Right. Dax
2: McCarty has uh, taken a corner kick or two in his time.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't so, want to
2: confuse everybody, but.
3: Well, yeah, and Brandon Vincent's back too. Let's he just is. name off the entire Chicago Fire. <laughs> <laughs> 18 and see if we can hit one of their corner kick takers. Perfect.
2: Brandon Vincent might take. Yeah. No, yep. honestly, the Vincent's a good play regardless if he starts. So I, I could see him getting in there. And if it, he doesn't start duty takes corners too.
1: I think he's out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch that one. Yeah, He's so. got a, he missed last week's with a hamstring.
3: Well, yeah. But. I don't think Polster will be in the corner kick conversation. He could be, but I actually like him just as a standalone play. I mean, 5,100 is pretty pricey. His his price has jumped up a good bit, but he gets he's involved in the attack on that right wing. So um, playing at home against DC, uh, I like the play.
1: All right, that's reasonable. And anybody other than Zoltan for DC?
2: Yeah, I think you can consider uh, multiple people. Really, Luciano Costa, Paul Arriola. Wow, I don't. They're cheap enough that I I'm not really that concerned. And Chicago's missing enough guys. Chicago has not been that good lately. So, hmm. I mean, Chicago. If you don't like Dallas's form table, where they have three points in the last six, Chicago have four points. They're one one and four. They have more yeah. losses than Dallas in the last six, and they have a worse goal differential. They're minus seven,
3: including a. Loss at home to Minnesota. Yes, yeah, so which it all is
2: off. extremely embarrassing. <laughs> Yikes.
3: All right.
1: Uh okay, so that's that slate. Um now we have the massive four game slate that starts at nine o'clock Eastern. it's nine, nine thirty, and two games at ten thirty. Um I would say the DraftKings contests are a little small. Um, which yes, seems weird know. to me because maybe they think nine o'clock on a Saturday is too late. But with Javinko, Via, Rusnak, Alessandrini, Valeri, I mean, some of those guys are out. But with those guys, it it's seems like, you like half be, of them. Yeah, half <laughs> of them. But it seems like people would be interested enough to have a bigger slate. But anyway, yeah, Javinko is, is out. Uh, Via is questionable. Alessandrini is out, Josie's out, and that might be it for the bigger guys.
2: Cubo's in, baby.
1: Cubo is in. Um, so yeah, which... Wando,
2: Wando, and Cubo. <laughs>
1: um, Plata. Yeah.
2: Whatever the question you're going to ask, the answer is pro- Plata.
1: Well, I was Valeri. The, yeah, the question was basically which teams to look at. What's weird is that the plot of Valeria in the same game, like New York City and Colorado, without Villa, like you're going to basically try to convince yourself into Maxi Morales and you're not going to feel great about it because Pirlo is going to start. And you're not going to take anybody from Colorado. Toronto without Javinco and Josie probably doesn't make you feel as good about Victor Vasquez. Uh, L.A. without Alessandrini, I don't know who you would – consider taking i doubt Jassy's artist is the late game hammer
2: yeah i'm not taking anyone from yeah. la
1: houston at san jose theoretically has guys that you might want but you're not going to be excited about any of them but you can't take everybody from portland rsl well, Why what...
2: don't why are we fading NYCFC?
1: uh well who do you who do you consider if you have like morales whoever,
2: like whoever is starting in the attack it's
1: but then it could be, like, Kyrie Shelton.
2: That's, yeah, 5,300, throw him in against Colorado. Oof. I I really want Jonathan Lewis, 4,500, to start.
1: He might. He yeah, him,
2: he might, he and might. I think he would be a good play. Sean Icoley, 5,000, I think he would be a good play. And uh, I'm fine with Maxi Morales, even if he's not taking corners. Really? 7,400. Okay. Yeah. Colorado's not good.
1: Uh. That's certainly true. Um, I mean,
2: they're another team that has four points when you sort by the form table. Uh, Minus seven goal differential in the last six. Four losses. Not good.
3: Hmm. I'm looking at... uh, I'm going to actually keep an eye on their starting lineup because a guy that came in off the bench and assisted on their game winner and the upset went over... Was it they knocked off Houston? I guess you'd consider an upset at Houston. Yes. <laughs> Baji stoppage time goal. Steph Stefan Eigner, um, four thousand as a midfielder on DraftKings. He only played twenty-four minutes, but um, if he starts, then I wouldn't be surprised. Like if Gashi was out, if he takes over on set pieces, um, I don't know. Something to keep an eye on. Hmm. I mean, he looked good because I I was watching that game. He actually looked like he, you know, he looked like he was kind of a, a spark plug out there. I guess once he got into the game, then their attack actually started looking half decent. So I had never heard much about him until then, um, until I saw him play. So kind of one of those benefits of actually watching games and seeing some guys that you might not have seen or heard before.
2: Yeah, no, I mean that he's a good player. He's been in the Bundesliga before, so I think that's a good shout. Hmm. I just it's pretty tough to to play him against NYCFC, who's usually a, a really organized defensive team. But hmm. um we we're, we're going to need some salary savings and that guy's definitely a candidate. But then you Tommy Max 500 cheaper, so Ooh. 3500
1: Oh, my gosh. No respect.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. No respect from Bernbach.
1: Oh. That's killer. I'm going to have to. Throw him in. Yeah, you have to throw yeah. him in at that point. I'll
2: win the $250 uh, tournament.
1: Um, yeah, what does first place get you? 40 bucks.
2: Oh, jeez. Wow.
1: Ten times your uh, entry fee. That doesn't seem like enough. Oh, well. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Valeri or Plata,
3: Plata. Skyler, you playing? Yeah, I'm probably going Plata there too. Cause I mean, RSL are pretty much out of the playoff mix, but this is kind of a must-win game for them. So um, I'm I'm kind of sticking with that theme. Okay. What do you mean they're out of the playoff mix? I mean, they're not out of it, but you look at like. We talked about FC Dallas. They're in the sixth spot right now. They've got two games in hand on them. They're two points ahead. So, I don't know. I mean, it just feels like they're on the outside looking in. Like, even the Earthquakes, they're a place above Salt Lake and 7th, and the Earthquakes have a game in hand. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying I feel like this is more of a must-win than anything for Salt Lake at this point. Like,
2: Yeah, no, I agree.
3: Timbers are fine. So, if it comes down to that, like, you know, Plot is a guy that kind of steps up in moments like this. So,
2: yeah, but Timbers are also playing for the the uh, top seed in the West, so there's kind some of. motivation there. Yeah. What do you mean, kind of?
3: I mean, I feel like it's between Vancouver and. Uh...
2: Ah, Vancouver only has two games in hand. They can drop those easy. They'll <laughs> probably drop one this weekend.
3: Sporting Kansas City, no. Uh, they've got two games in hand on Portland.
2: Yeah, I know, but Portland's definitely in the mix. I mean, yeah, no, they're. I mean, they're in the mix, but point points in the hand are worth two in the bush, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where to go with that. Um, knock or or Plata?
3: Plata. Probably knock for me. There we go.
1: Why? Why, for both of you?
0: <laughs> How about this? Me,
3: just, uh, well, yeah. I think Rusnok's got more set-piece. Uh, he takes more set-pieces than, than Plata. I'd say Plata has the bigger goal-scoring upside, like PKs and whatnot. So, I don't know. Rusnok seems like the safer of the two for me, but I don't know. It's, it's close.
2: I agree it's close. Plata's just 700 cheaper, and I think he, he definitely has more... Um, more upside, more goal-scoring potential. And I think Portland's a team where Plata gives them a lot of trouble, and I think he definitely could could easily break through for a goal, multiple goals, at least an assist. I think he's he's probably better than a 50% chance in my mind to score. So Portland haven't been that good defensively, and um, RSL's attack is pretty high-powered. So I, I just think it's a great matchup for Plata. Rusnak is a little less predictable in terms of how much he's going to influence the game, even though he does have a a safer DraftKings floor.
1: Given the lack of guys above them that are fit, would you play both of them?
2: Yeah, I would, but I, I think before I played both of them, I would fit Valerian instead of one of them. Hmm. Valerian is a man on fire, definite MVP candidate this season, all around MLS legend. Um, He's (laughs) just, doing it all for, for RSL. And if Fernando Adi ever gets back into the lineup, it's going to make him even more dangerous.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I was about to uh, talk about how I might pivot off of Plata for Saverino, but then when I see Valeri right there at uh, you know a few hundred bucks more than Saverino, it just seems silly. Um, but Saverino has been good, too. Not to take anything away from Valeri at all, because, yeah, I think he just... Tied or set an MLS record for like seven straight goals or seven games with a goal. With a goal seven straight yeah. games with a goal. Yeah, he's a man. So, um,
1: um, anybody else from Portland?
3: Ah, uh, man. You know, I don't always, love
2: it just because it's on the road. But
3: yeah, I'm, I'm always, always to
2: say Guzmán. I'm
3: always looking for Guzmán, <laughs> uh, and I can't really see what he's done uh, in the past couple of games as far as like MLS. Because the uh, box score is missing, but I don't know. I mean, he's had a couple of games where he could have put up big totals, but I think he missed a PK in that one game and got like five fouls and a yellow card, and so that's that's <laughs> that's the downside of Guzman. Is, like you you can pretty much lock in like at least three fouls, probably a yellow card. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm probably gonna stay away. Okay. I would I would
2: consider Vitas if he starts forty two hundred and he's a uh, he's a crossing slash assist, slash assisting machine. And uh, RSL have been known to to give up some crosses.
1: Hmm. Okay. Um. For Toronto with no Josie and no Javinco, we might see Ricketts. We might see Jordan Hamilton. Ben Spencer is also a name that I've seen thrown out there do any of them or all of them interest you since they're all cheap and playing against LA who apparently will not also have uh Starris and obviously Van Damme is already gone.
3: Mm, it may have be kind of just a total dart throw for me. <laughs> and if, if that's the case, and I might even just rather play Zardo's at, at the same price point. Wow. Okay. I mean, I don't feel like it's going to be a, uh, cake a walk bit there. Toronto. Zardis over who?
1: Any Just of the, the guy... Toronto possible fill-ins for Javinko yeah, and Altidore. Pretty
3: much all those guys are at this, are, are hovering around the same price point. Maybe Spencer's a little bit cheaper. I think we, we might actually see uh, Bradford Jameson in the starting lineup. I like that price at 3900 I mean, he hasn't done anything, but 3900 you don't have to do much. He's... I don't know. Has some has some appeal, I guess, on a four game slate like this. Hmm. I'd say more so than a guy like. I think Spencer. uh, St.
2: Ricketts is. Hey, hold
3: you did... on now. Oh. You do I, like Ricketts or I like St.
2: No? Ricketts probably the the most. I do. Yeah. And uh, another guy that I really want to start is Armando Cooper, thirty three hundred.
1: Hmm. It's been a while since we've said his name. What's her? Armando Cooper's name?
2: Yeah, but he—he uh, he was a DraftKings staple. Yeah, he was a DraftKings staple for like two months last year. Yeah, hmm. and I do think that Toronto might just go all out and rest other multiple starters like Vazquez. Um, I don't know,
3: who? or not, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they've pretty much got rest. Vasquez, rest uh, Del- Delgado. Yeah, I think they're in a spot where they could. They've pretty much got the supporter shield unlocked, so I could see that happening. Wow.
1: So any values that you would take from them, or you just forget
3: about Toronto? Well, yeah. JD just threw. Uh... I just told you, Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, Cooper out there. Um, he's really about the only one that jumps out off the off the board for me. Yeah. Okay. I just I'm mean, I actually like LA here. If, if Toronto does indeed throw out just kind of a B squad, C squad, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. And who do we think is on corners with Alessandrini?
3: I, I would take Toronto's.
1: What about Toronto?
2: I was going to say, I would take Vancouver's B squad over LA's number one squad, minus Alessandrini. Wow.
3: Hmm. I think, uh, I think it'll be Dos Santos on corners for LA. Jonathan. Or Geo. Ah, good one. <laughs> now, <laughs> we gotta, now we got a, now we got to deal with that. Um, <laughs> probably Geo. I was gonna say it I think like Jonathan Geo. has been taking some. Has he? I thought so. No he does some for for yeah. Mexico, so that yeah. makes sense. And he's the cheaper of the two, so yeah.
2: Forty two hundred. Ooh.
3: That feels nice. And yeah, trapey. I like that. I I might play him at forty two hundred on the slate. Hmm.
2: So Skylar, it sounds like you're stacking galaxies. Is that what you're telling the listeners?
3: <laughs> I'm saying like Dos Santos is probably in, and then maybe a Zardes late game hammer just for the Adam fun was... of it. The... <laughs> I mean, he's got two game, two goals in his last two games. Come on, we got to go with go with the narrative. He's on. He's how many does hot... he have
2: before that?
3: <laughs> yeah, but we're riding the hot hand here. Is what yeah. we're doing. The so.
1: past is in the past, JD. That's
3: right. All
1: right <laughs> um, all right Houston San Jose how do we attack this game?
3: I actually think this is gonna this is a better game than it looks on paper okay part partly because of the implications like both of these teams are right in the thick of that last playoff spot in the west so um, it's gonna be a pretty intense game. I don't know if it's if that means you know, good things for, for DraftKings purposes, it could it could turn into a gritty back and forth defensive battle. So um, I don't know, still trying to figure out how to play this one, but I I do think it's gonna be a pretty intense match.
1: I think Alex is out for yellow card accumulation if uh yep. He's out. So who do we think is on corners? Goodoy as as- too. Goodoy is out as well, that's right. So who's on corners for everybody? I guess if Selena
3: starts? Yeah, Salinas for San Jose, probably maybe uh, Kyoto for Houston, mm-hmm. possibly. Hmm. I know JD wants uh, Martinez to uh, make his way into the li- to the lineup, but or Rod- Rodriguez. I'm Rodriguez, sorry. Rodriguez,
1: yeah.
2: yeah. That would be. N- no, Martinez. Yeah, that would be nice. I f- I feel like his delay to get into the lineup is as much as the delay that uh, I think my voice is on the podcast for the last <laughs> five minutes. There's
3: a little bit of a lag.
1: Good thing the info is always good. Um, <laughs> what happened to Hika? Just
3: got demoted. Yeah, that the... hasn't been working out too well. Jeez. Um. Who is it? Uh, I'll let JD pronounce it since he's the... Vako. Doesn't he go by Vako? Yeah, Vako. There we yeah. go. Let's just say Vako. Vako yeah, kind of took Baco. over for him.
1: Huh. Not that Hika was the most exciting player. Why
2: not but... both? Play both. Hika was pretty good, man.
1: I feel like we were constantly comparing him to Medunyanin and... I'm not sure either of them were that great. But maybe I'm just... Maybe they were totally guilty. different players. Yeah, guilt by association. Oh, well. All
2: right. Madunian is still good, though.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. He's good in real life. I'd right. say for DraftKings, it's like you might get your eight, seven, eight, ten points out of him. But like, I don't know how many games he's gone above that. Do you
1: think he does it on Sunday? Since that's the last game we can pretend to talk about?
3: <laughs> Maybe if they pair it with a Liga MX game or no. something. Oh, there you go. Oh, well.
1: All right. I got nothing else. Uh, so that's the slate. If you guys have any follow-up questions, you can hit up JD on Twitter, DFSMLS. Skylar is at DraftKicks. Both of them occasionally make some appearances in the Slack chat, which uh, all of our subscribers are welcome to join. If you're interested in getting in, just contact me on Twitter at Rodawire Andrew. You can also check out at Rodowire Soccer or DM the Rodawire Soccer or email me, Andrew at Rodowire.com to get in. So guys, thank you for all of that and good luck this weekend.
3: Good luck, guys.
2: Good luck, everybody.
0: Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rodowire.com slash soccer.